The following program contains mature content matter. Listener discretion is advised. Since the dawn of time, the world has been plagued by demons and monsters, cloaked by the night and shadows. However, humanity found out about these creatures and sent out brave men and women to defend their homelands. These are the tales of the monster hunters. Our story begins just after midnight early Sunday morning at Dunberg Park in the eastern part of Tuxedo City as a werewolf goes sprinting through the playground while Bruno, Pat, and Reggie give chase. <sighs> Shoot him, Pat! Shoot him! It's kind of hard to get a clear shot off when it's so dark. Shoot anyways! I like your sex life! You may get lucky! <laughs> Why don't I just shoot you? With your aim, you'd miss me and hit Reggie. Pat slows up, turning to look back. Uh, where is Reggie? Right behind me. If he was right behind you, why would I be asking where he is? Reggie's not behind me. Thank goodness for you, search and rescue. Both finally give up the chase as they begin to catch their breath. No hurry catching that dog. My heart's going to burst out of my chest if I continue. Well, it's a good thing you have no heart. What the hell happened to Reggie? Instead of asking me, why don't you backtrack and go see if you can find him? Reggie's a big boy. I'm sure he'll be along shortly. Ugh. Remind me to never go missing on your watch. At that moment, they hear footsteps and turn to see Reggie walking towards them. Where have you been? I've been worried sick. Pat looks at Bruno, shaking his head, then at Reggie. What happened to you? I got turned around at the water fountain. Uh, did you get the werewolf? Oh, yeah. It tore around the bench, waiting for me to show up before we kill it. That's a first. <sighs> the werewolf is gone, Reggie. Oh, now we gotta hear the old man losing on us for letting the werewolf escape. What if we find it first? Did you not understand the part where the werewolf is gone? He is right. What if we can find it first? No way we're gonna find it. It's long gone. It's not like you know who his human host is. Well, we can go see Otto. Not Otto. If we go see him, we have to go to Underground Werewolf Racing Track. And you know how popular hunters are there. We'll be fine there. Remember, that track's open to everyone. Hunters as well. Just as long as we're betting and not hunting anyone. Remember that. Yes. I'm sure we'll be safe. That's the spirit. Saddle up. We're going to the track. Once the three walk back to the car, they drive the beaten up green 79 Impala across town to the racetrack that is located at the old abandoned Greyhound track that was built indoors. Once there, they walk through the dimly lit parking lot toward the entrance where a small crowd of people are gathered who give them the once over as they open the door and step inside. As they continue forward getting looks from various persons, they stop at the betting windows where a large crowd of people are placing bets with various werewolves giving odds, taking money, then handing back the small piece of yellow paper they have written the bet on and signed. One of the individuals taking bets is the one they came to see, Otto. He's wearing a black tank top with a brown vest along with blue shorts and has a fanny pack around his waist. The sides of his head are shaved, but his remaining hair is black which he wears in a ponytail. Around his neck, he wears a golden necklace with a werewolf tooth hanging from it. Watch this. Both watch as Pat walks towards Otto, whose back is to him. Who do you like in the next race? Otto immediately recognizes Pat's voice and turns to look at him. Hello, Otto. What do you want, Pat? Can't you see I'm working here? So am I. Well, whatever it is, I can't help you. So go away. Oh, come on now, Otto. You owe me. Or else, maybe I'll get in touch with your pack leader 
and let him know to look into the lineage of his newest mutt. All right, all right. I'll meet you and the other a-holes outside once this race goes off. Smart choice, smart ass. See you shortly. Pat pats Otto on the shoulder and walks. Well? You'll meet us outside once the race goes off. Taking one last look back at Otto, Bruno follows behind Pat and Reggie as they make their way towards the front entrance. Those guys want to tear us limb from limb, Pat. I know we shouldn't have come here. Can you stay positive already? I am being positive. I'm positive we're going to get torn apart. Bruno Domenico. Uh-oh. I know that voice. Fuck. Uh-oh, good or uh-oh, bad? That all depends. Is she tall, long black hair, wearing all leather? Yep. Then uh-oh, bad. So who's the girl with her? Hello, Tabitha. Funny that I should see you here, Bruno. Small world. Small world indeed, Bruno. Bruno is suddenly slapped. Uh, Pat? He probably deserved that. I'm certain you know my girlfriend, Layla. How would he know her? We dated a few times. <laughs> of course you did. So you two are an item, eh? How about that? Yes, how about that, Bruno? So I'm guessing you're both here to thank me. Why would we be here to thank you? You both dated me, correct? Yes. If we didn't date and I didn't break up with you, you both would never have found each other because you'd still be obsessed with me. Obsessed with you? This is it, Reggie. The day I knew would come. Why, you egotistical man-whore. You snake in the grass. Better say our goodbyes to him. Ladies, ladies, please. Are you not happy together? Yes. Happy because you found each other, which would never happen if I not cheated on each of you with one another. It's like he doesn't hear himself speaking half the time. Are you being serious right now? Aren't you and her becoming serious? Yes. They should be thanking me. If I didn't do those misdeeds, you still be with me and all of each other. You're welcome. Oh, I've thought out his whole eulogy. <sighs> He's right. He is? If we were still here with this pig, we would never have found one another. Hey, pig is a bit strong. I don't think it's strong enough. Layla now lifts up her shirt just enough for Bruno to see the handle of the knife she is concealing. But I'll allow it. The Swine King is right. Him cheating on us was the best thing that could have happened. Swine King? Please, please, don't forget the fact that he was cheating on both of you with each other. You're right. It was the best thing that could have happened. I love you. And I love you. Both embrace and then share a kiss, then glare at Bruno before they walk past him. Ah, love. He gotta hate it. (laughs) Once the three of them have reached the front entrance, two men wearing familiar red tracksuits step in front of them. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry guys, we didn't realize there was a tracksuit convention going on. You sons of bitches killed our cousins. Can you dumbasses be more specific? We say plenty of vamps. You killed them in your pizzeria? One of them was a big fanny old arcade machine? Nope, doesn't sound like us. We're not allowed to kill vamps at the pizzeria. Otherwise, you know, the old man will lose his shit. That's right. And why do you clowns all wear red tracksuits anyways? Is this some type of vampire cult you belong to? Never insult the tracks of warm blood, or else. Hold on one darn minute! Bruno now looks at the name of each vampire that is stitched in just above the right breast of the tracksuit. Your names are Dash and Lash? Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> what were your cousin's name? Rash and Hash? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe their names were Bob and Rob. Really, Reggie? Bob and Rob? Enough of this. Maybe not tonight, but maybe tomorrow night we will. And tomorrow night, we got a previous engagement. The night after. Undead wedding. What about the following night? Bar mitzvah. Can you hang us find a spot in your calendar to come kill us already? We're kind of in a rush here. I don't think we can fit them at all this week. 
<clears throat> We've decided to give you a pass for now, but you have been warned. We will come for you, and when we do, you will not see it coming. Well, then you better ditch the red tracksuits if you don't want us to see you coming. If we don't see you coming, the International Space Station will... Dash and Lash step away from the door as Bruno and Pat walk by them, then go outside. Well, enjoy the rest of your night. Lash watches Reggie exit the building, then looks at Dash. I like that one. Oh, God, of course you do. What? I'm just saying it's a lost art these days of people having manners is all. Could you have taken any longer? Settle down there, furry. It's not too rash or smart to upset somebody that's carrying a loaded handgun with a silver bullet in it. <sighs> what do you want to know? We're after a werewolf to get away from us. Oh, is that all? How do you expect me to identify a werewolf? This one is unique. Unique? Unique how? It's gray fur. It had black stripes. Fucking Anton. Not only is his fur unique, that bag of shit can change it to his werewolf body during the day. Where would he go to hide? I hope you guys are up for a drive. Why? When Anton goes on the run, he likes to hide out at the wolf preserve just outside Spring Falls. That's like a two plus hour drive. Hey, you wanted to know, and now you got your answer. So if there's nothing else, I need to get back to work. Thank you, Otto. Otto raises his arm back in Reggie's direction as he walks off. What are we going to do now? No idea Pa is going to be able to make that drive, and if it could, the gas for that big V8 will murder us. Pat thinks for a moment. Chloe? What about her? She never uses her car. Maybe she'll let us use it. I don't know, Pat. Chloe loves that Honda. But she'd be helping us in killing a werewolf. I can't see her not letting us use it. Absolutely not. I'm not loaning you maniacs, my Honda. Oh, come on, Chloe, please. We need to go kill this pain in the ass, Anton. What's wrong with the green machine? Chloe, it's on its last legs. Can you imagine what happens if the green machine breaks down? If I'm stuck in the middle of nowhere, could you honestly live with yourself if something happened to me? What? Why would she be upset only if it happened to you? What about me and Reggie? Yeah, what about us? Chloe is in love with me, so I'm sure after a heartbreak losing me, she would warn you to eventually. Eventually, you self-centered asshole. You always think you're- I'm not letting you drive my car. Well, how will we get up there then? I'm gonna drive you guys. See, Pat? She can't bear the thought of what I told her. But you two sit in the back, and Reggie sits up front with me. I can't sit in the back of a car. I get car sick. <laughs> Those are my terms. You don't like them, you stay behind. Amazing, huh? You can sit in the back seat while you're screwing, but you can't sit in it while it's moving. Just like it's amazing they've never been laid in the back seat of a car. You don't know that. I know everything, backseat virgin. Chloe rolls her eyes as Bruno and Pat begin to argue. Oh, this is going to be a long trip. After Chloe has changed out of her pajamas, the four of them are soon on the road. Reggie is in the front seat while an unhappy Bruno sits behind Chloe next to Pat. How are we going to find Anton in this conservation area? That's going to be a lot of ground for us to cover. Then it's a good thing that the pizzeria is closed on Sunday. It'll give us enough time to find them. Uh, do you two even have any idea what a wolf conservation area is? Where werewolves go to hide. Oh, good answer. <sighs> you do realize you just don't go to a conservation area and walk around, don't you? Why not? The entire area where the wolves roam is fenced off. Why? To protect the wolves. Well, that's stupid. How are we supposed to get at Anton? 
<laughs> You're the hunters. Figure it out. This is all your fault. If only I shot him when I told you, me and Chloe would be back at her place cuddled up with each other. Please, Bruno, don't say that. I'm liable to throw up in my mouth. I like how she pretends not to like me. I find it adorable. Adorable? Really? I think I'm just about to throw up a little bit in my mouth here. Kiss my ass. It's not my fault you don't have a sense of bone in your body like me. Don't you mean insensitive? The two start to argue again as Chloe looks at Reggie who just shrugs his shoulders. After two hours, Chloe mercifully pulls up to the wolf conservation and drives up to the wolf center and parks. Will you look at his place? We'll never find Anton in this big of an area. Oh, you climb that fence, Anton will be the last thing on your mind once the other wolves know you're there and come looking for you. Reggie, you go in, scope around the area, then report back to us. The wolves will come after me if I go in there. Then you better run fast. Hmm, here's an idea. Let's go inside and see if we can spot Anton from the observation room. See how smart the future Mr. Minical is? If she was smart, she wouldn't be the future Mrs. Domenico. That crack just cost you the job of flower girl at our wedding. Chloe groans and begins to walk towards the front door as the three follow her inside, then walk down the short hallway to the front desk where a brunette woman is standing behind the counter. Good morning, folks. For to see the wolves? Uh, yes. That will be sixty dollars, please. Sixty bucks? Are you kidding me? Well, it is a fifteen a person, sir. Four times fifteen is sixty. Would you like to check the math? Would you like to check my foot? Settle down, Bruno, or else we would have come up here for nothing. Fifteen bucks a head. Do you think Reggie's made out of money? Why am I paying? Because you have money to burn, genius. Uh, how do you figure? How much money do you pay your old lady for rent? She, uh, she doesn't let me pay rent. How much do you contribute to household expenses? Nothing. So, you pay no rent. Pay no money towards food. Don't have a car payment or a social life. Still a virgin. So what do you do with all the money you make from the pizzeria? Put it in the bank. And how often do you touch it? Not too often. So you got money to burn. So pay her majesty so we can go find Anton. The sooner we're done here, the sooner me and Chloe can go on that date. <laughs> Our so-called date will be much, much, much later than sooner, Bruno. Aha. So here's a chance to eventually go out with me. Oh, I can pay my own way, Reggie. They watch as Chloe pays and then has her hand stamped before Reggie pays for Bruno and Pat. Hold on, Queenie. What is it? You ain't stamping my damn hand. If I don't stamp your hand, you won't be able to come back through here once you go outside. Who says I want to come back here once I leave? Don't mind him. He was stamped effective on the back of his head when he was born. Pat urges Bruno along as the attendant looks on, shaking her head. Really? Really? You were afraid to have your hand stamped? That ink is highly toxic. You think I want an ink infection, and then you'll have to amputate my hand? You know, Bruno, with that imagination of yours, I don't know why you don't put it to good use and write comic books. Yeah, he could be a superhero that uses his powers to spray weeds, but instead of spraying weeds, he sprays sanitizer. Yes, that's right, sanitizer and all the bad guys. Everyone begins to laugh as they walk up a short corridor into an observation area that looks out in the conservation area where four wolves are laying on the ground. Ha ha ha, wow, funny Pat. Maybe while I'm at it, I'll create a superhero based on you whose kryptonite is meeting women. Oh, could we focus please? I don't want to be up here any longer than I have to. Bruno walks up towards the glass with Pat and Reggie. 
and all three look at the four wolves. I don't see him. Me either. Ever think Otto lied to you guys just to get rid of you? Son of a bitch. If that's right, then Otto's gonna have a big hole and a problem breathing once his pack leader finds out who he's been boning. I don't think this trip was a total loss for my fire goddess. We got to spend time together. I'd rather be serving time. But as the three have turned their back to the large window, Reggie now sees Anton walking up the path toward the other wolves, and then flops down not far from the front of the glass. Um... Guys? <laughs> well, you're not wrong. Spending time with Bruno is like having a prison sentence. My life's been one long sentence of pack. Guys... What? Fuck. Everyone turns and takes a step forward, looking directly outside, and sees Anton, who is still laid out on the ground, looking back towards them. It's him! Let's pop it through the glass. Bruno draws his gun, which gets the attention of Anton, who sits up. Put that away, you maniac! You'll end up hurting one of us, or worse! Bruno looks at Anton as he puts the gun away, then sees Anton raise his hind leg and begin to urinate in his direction. He's urinating in my direction! I can't imagine why he would be taunting you. Probably because he knows we can't get at him. You know, Reggie, I just realized how to make some money. How's that? I'm gonna rent out that empty space in your head. Um, Bruno, you might want to look at this. Bruno turns and sees Anton turned around with his backside to the window. He's mooning us now? Did he think there's some joke? Well, unless you have an idea on how to get in there and put a silver bullet into him, he's not gonna stop. Bruno begins to look around the room, then sees the framed photos on the wall, and sees several with people posing next to an employee wearing a wolf costume. I have an idea. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, good, or... Uh-oh, bad. That all depends on how convincing Reggie can imitate a wolf. What are you talking about, Bruno? Yes, what exactly are you talking about? After failing to convince the attendant at first to let them use the wolf costume, Bruno and Pat finally bribe her with $50 of Reggie's money and get her to put up the clothes sign in the process until they are done. After going outside from the side door into the conservation area just around the corner from where Anton and the other wolves are laying, Reggie stands there wearing the gray costume. Uh, I don't know about this, guys. Relax, Reggie. All you gotta do is distract the other wolves long enough for me and Pat to put Anton down. But what are you gonna do with the body after you kill it? Well, lucky for us, once the silver gets into them, it dissolves. So what we'll do is we'll just grab them, drag them over there behind those trees, and let the other werewolves deal with them. It'll look like he got mauled. Easy peasy. <laughs> yeah, easy. Okay, enough blah blah blah. Let's get this over with. It's getting to my quality time with Chloe. <laughs> you know you and her are never going to happen, don't you? Oh, sweet, jealous Pat. Bruno and Pat walk forward, stop, and then look around the corner. Okay, Wolfie, you're up. Reggie groans and then steps out from around the corner as Chloe looks on from inside and begins to howl, immediately getting the attention of the other wolves except for Anton, who continues to lay on the ground. The four wolves now get up slowly and begin to walk towards Reggie, who begins to back up, drawing them away from Anton, as he turns and begins to walk off in the other direction moving quicker as the wolves give chase until they have left the area Anton is in. He did it! Bruno and Pat walk slowly around the corner and discover Anton is gone. Where is he? They suddenly hear footsteps on the grass behind them and quickly turn to see Anton standing there upright, 
directly ahead of them. Anton takes the gun out of Bruno's hand. Did you two idiots really think dressing the other idiot up as a wolf would actually work? Told your plan was stupid, Pat. Now the irony of these for you two hunters is that you will both die with their own gun. There's suddenly one single shot, and they both look on as Anton staggers forward, whimpers, and then falls to the ground. With a hard thud, they turn and see Chloe standing there armed with a gun looking down at Anton, then at the brothers. Chloe, you saved us! Yeah, well, I didn't have much faith in Bruno's plan, so I figured I'd better get out here and help you two. But the truth is, you would never have been able to live yourself if anything happened to me. No, the truth is, your plan sucked. It didn't totally suck. It drew the wolves away. Speaking of the wolves... Help! Oh shit, we gotta do something! Reggie, run towards the door and we'll let you in! The three of them run around the corner towards the side door and pull it open stepping back inside as they see Reggie who's being chased running towards the open door. But as Reggie gets closer, one of the wolves leaps up into the air, coming down on Reggie and pushing him into the ground. Oh shit, Reggie! But before Pat can run outside, the door is suddenly pulled closed by the attendant. What are you doing? Those wolves are gonna rip him apart! <laughs> Those wolves are not interested in eating him. Then what are they gonna do to him? Those wolves are... in heat. You don't mean... The attendant does not answer. Instead, she opens the door, and they look outside to see what is happening to Reggie, who's crying out to them. Help! Oh boy. You gotta let those wolves finish. Once they're done, then you can go out there and fetch your friend. But there's four wolves! How long is this gonna take? <sighs> Generally speaking... Sexual intercourse can usually take up to one to four days. Four days? Wow, those wolves are my heroes. We can't be here that long. I have to open my store Monday morning. And we have to get back to the pizzeria as well before Monday. How can I be so selfish? That poor guy risked his butt for us, and now in his hour of darkness, you just want to leave him here? For shame, both of you. For shame. Oh, I'm glad to hear you say that, sir. Why is that? An event like this is going to be traumatic for him. He's going to need someone who will look after him until he's ready to get back on his feet. What do you say, Bruno? Isn't that what friends are for? <laughs> his mother's number is on his phone. After the howling is done with them, call her up and have her come and get him. Shotgun. Bruno walks off while Chloe and Pat look on. <laughs> Your brother is quite a guy. Pat looks at Chloe, who is following Bruno with her eyes, and then takes a step towards her as he hears the door open and close. Chloe? Yes? How long? How long what? How long have you been in love with Bruno? How long have you known? I had my suspicions for a while now, but on the way up I was noticing all the looks that you were giving him through the rearview mirror. And after you killed Anton, I noticed a look in your eyes every time you looked at him. <sighs> so now you know. Now what? Why don't you just tell him? Love can be a distraction for hunters. That distraction could prove to be fatal. You don't want your brother to die because he was distracted, do you? Listen, Bruno's distracted most of the time as it is. When you're in love, it's a different distraction, Pat. So, I am trusting you not to say anything to Bruno. I can trust you, can't I? Yes, of course. Ah, excellent. I'll see you in the car. Chloe begins to walk off as Pat looks on. 
Oh yeah, that won't complicate things at all. Thank you for listening to Tales of the Monster Hunters podcast. Volume 2. Issue 1. Created by Antonio and Enzo Ferrara. Directed and produced by Antonio and Enzo Ferrara. Cover art by Enzo Ferrara. Written by Antonio Ferrara. Creative and script consultant Paul Cairns. This issue start Enzo Ferrara as Pat. Antonio Ferrara as Bruno. Paul Cairns as Reggie. Roberta Jackson as Chloe. Val Chia as Layla. Raven Batonio as Tabitha. Anna Gasica as Attendant. Nicholas Sykes as Dash. Brock Overbay as Otto. Simon Berlongan as Lash. And Sebastian Papa as Anton. Narrated by Alexander Ferrara. Editing and music by Alexander Ferrara. Coming on Monday, September 25th, 2023. Tales of the Monster Hunters Podcast, Volume 2, Issue 2. First Night Back. This presentation of Tales of the Monster Hunters Podcast has been brought to you by Giant Monster Productions. Copyright 2023. To contact Giant Monster Productions, email them at giantmonsterprod at hotmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Giant Monster Pro and on Instagram at Tales of the Monster Hunters. If you have enjoyed this podcast and want to hear more, please subscribe, like, and favorite so you never miss an episode. <laughs>